Hi, hello, how are you? Thanks for stopping by. Today we're just going to have some handsome fellas chatting intellectual about what's coming up on the weekend. This is the Working Perspectives Podcast Weekend Pop-In. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied as always by my editor and producer, Tom Byers. Our special guest, Weekend Pop-In guest, is the one and only Steve Cabot. All right, Shake Diggity, you ready to rock and roll? Yeah, let's do this. All right, man. All right, let's light the tires and kick the fires, Big Daddy. All right, let's do it. All right, Steve, how you doing, bud? You're, what's up, buddy? How you doing? All good, man. All good. I was actually, uh, I actually was by your place yesterday. You got a hell of a spot there. Shake, I went to get some stuff done on my car, and uh, oh, yeah? Steve Cabot at Gwendale Automotive hooked it up. For all you people out there looking for some, uh, a yeah? mechanic you can trust, head over to Gwendale Automotive. They pimped your ride? Oh, they pimped it, baby. They pimped it. And the first thing Steve did was told me that I was a, a pussy because I had a yoga mat in my front seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's, you all, know, that's some fairness, nice service. In all, in all fairness, I asked him if it was his wife's car at first because I noticed a female yoga mat in shotgun. And he <laughs> confidently looked at me and said, no, it's my car. Why? <laughs> It's a it's a red Honda Accord, okay? That's a very masculine car, all right? Yeah, man. <laughs> with a with a yoga that's a, mat. That's a cruiser. With, oh yeah, a Honda Accord with a yoga mat. That just screams masculinity. What's the yoga <laughs> mat for, Matt? You, you doing some yoga? Yeah, yeah Matt. So, uh, well, what it is is that uh, so we have uh, we only use one car seat for my daughter, and it's in my wife's car, and she drives a like a SUV kind of thing. So in the SUV, like, so there'll be times I'll have to take my daughter to school and my wife will go to like a workout class at the same time. She'll take my car, which usually she takes my car when, you know, cause when I'm dropping off, she's going to the workout class. And then the, when she's there, boom, 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 she does, you know, she has her yoga mat and all that, all that happy stuff, you know? Mm. And that's, uh, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. So there, there you go. go. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it. let's get into this. So we uh, we just finished the the Alex Lavelle epic, the month of Alex, four weeks straight of Alex Lavelle. Uh, I've had thirty wow. something years of them, and I'm fucking sick of it. So I can't imagine all you people four weeks. Steve, what'd you think, pal? How'd you like the episodes? Uh, I like them. I mean, obviously, I know the kids, so uh, not as yeah. not as much as Tom, but I, you know, I have a brief. Uh, he was younger when we were younger, so. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was cool. It was cool to hear, you know, his who he is and stuff like that, because I didn't really know, you know, much about him besides the fact that he was uh, your two's brother. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what it was cool. Think? I liked it. I enjoyed it. Nice, man. Glad glad you did. I know, too, like, and Shake, you, you've brought this up where it's that when we do these shows with people like you, Steve, where it's like there was a gap where I don't see you, you know, and, and and Shake really didn't even know you, but you develop a relationship just because we have this nice conversation and we talk and stuff. And it's like, it is interesting, like to get the people's, you know, what they've been doing if you haven't talked to them. And, and you know, for us, it was what, like 15, 16 years or something like yeah, that. Like, well, it's not that we haven't talked, but we haven't right, had, right. like we would see each other a, at the bar. A drawn out stuff. conversation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So nice, man. Awesome. Yeah. Plus, dude, one of uh, we had a couple of his episodes, episode one and episode three. They were really like like uh, critically, critically acclaimed, we'll say, especially episode <laughs> one. <laughs> the episode one was a doozy. I, I hit some people with some uh, with a little misdirection on that one for sure. But uh, nice. OK, so, well, 
this week, the reason, one of the big reasons we have you on, Steve, is that this week we are dropping part one of the Steve Cabot duo. What do you think, Steve? You think people are going to love it or what? Uh, uh, If they like it, they like it. If not, fuck them, right? Yeah, I mean, that's how I've always been. But uh, I do realize I... I have been told this before by, a, let's just say, more than a couple people. I kind of talk fast, and I don't realize it until I hear myself. I'm like, Jesus dude. Christ, I'm, I'm like the micro machine man from the commercials back in the day. Dude, no, like, we, me and Shake talked about it, man. It works. Because it, it's a difference if, like, I, I used to hang out with this chick that she was like, you know, like, would talk so fast, I couldn't understand what she was saying. But we understood what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. it's like, you're good. And plus, dude, you nailed it. And like, you're, you're a pretty good storyteller, too. So I thought when listening to, you know, your, your recording, I thought, wow, this is some, and we only, dude, to be fair, like we did, we had some, let's say a total, like maybe uh, close to three hours of content with you, like d- barely scratching the surface really yeah. you know oh, there's tons mm-hmm. of stories tons tons yeah. plus two I, I would love to get something for for all you uh listeners to the dozens and dozens of uh working perspectives podcast listeners out there <laughs> if you have a question for steve you can hit us up at our socials at working Pod on twitter and at working perspectives at gmail at gmail.com and at working perspectives on instagram and you can hit us up and ask Steve knows all the tricks when a mechanic's trying to screw you at those at those jerk shops, right? He's a he's a true blue kind of lets you know the real jerk deal shops. won't screw you. Oh, <laughs> gotta get yeah, the address jerk. on that one. When I was in like with Portuguese guys, or uh, when I was in like other countries, or in Canada for snowboarding, every uh, person I ever met that wasn't uh, English their first language, I would say I would go on a spiel for twenty minutes with them, and then they would look over to the guy to the right of me and go. I don't know a word he just said. He speaks way too fast. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I got it. I just, I told him, I just went through like a 20 minute, how to properly place your knee for a double leg and how you finish. And uh, this yeah. Brazilian guy gets up and goes, I have no idea what he just fucking said. <laughs> I'm dude, like, that God happens damn it. Oh, dude, I feel, I feel your pain, man. So I, I think that listeners of this show know that I married a, a beautiful Albanian woman. Um, surprisingly to some people, (laughs) I had a, uh, I had an Albanian kid that came through my, uh, parents fresh off the boat that wrestled for me a couple of years ago. It was the strongest human being I've ever met. He's a heavyweight strongest human I've ever met. I bet too. Class a kid, right? Good kid. Firefighter. Yep. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. Really, really, really good people. Yeah. I tell people all the time, man, if you're looking if you're looking for a wife or something, you know, the Albanians, dude, they, they got it going on. They're the best, man. Great they culture. Got a little strange, I got a little strange. We, you you going to tell them to order one next? <laughs> no, I, I didn't need to try. Yeah. I didn't know where you were headed with that. <laughs> it's a beautiful country, too, if anyone ever oh, wants yeah. to go. But, Hell yeah. yeah. Wrestling but, big in Albania, baby. Oh, dude. It's, well, like, it is strange that when you go to, like, the Eastern European countries, obviously Asia, it's massive, the Middle East, stuff like that. Massive. Like, wrestling, they're selling out 70,000-seat arenas for a wrestling tournament. You know what I mean? And it is, it, it isn't, uh, it isn't folk style. It, it isn't American wrestling. It is freestyle wrestling, which is considered the Olympic stuff, which some, you know, like, it is, like, it can be a lot more throws and, like, can be sometimes faster paced, but 
the way that the rules are for American wrestling now, it is all action, baby. Oh man. And it's like, dude, the athleticism needed, like it's scrambling. It's like catching something in a scramble. And it's really 100%. like, it, and it's like just being good at that, that stuff changed the game. Like there's stuff now, like, you know, I remember like the Merkel was just coming in when we were still wrestling in high school, Steve. And now like, Dude, the Merkel's like commonplace. Like it's a it's a must because that's just how you keep your scramble going at times. You know what I mean? Like just crazy stuff. But, the way the way know. that uh the funk uh has materialized, where you know Narstown was the first one to really start doing it, and now that yeah. is the staple of almost every takedown to start a scramble, even at the collegiate level, at the at the Olympic level, everything starts with that stupid funk rolling the ankle, then getting your hips yeah. high. It's, it's yeah. wild. Dude, that is nuts. Dude, you're yeah, and uh, so shout. Uh, we'll do. We will say that NCAA's just happened too, right? What'd you think of that, Steve? I know you watched it. Uh, you know I watched every second of it. Uh, PA yeah. showing out as always. You know, always, even had a, always even had an all PA final with Carter Starachi versus Old Boy Kemmerer. I mean, yeah. we didn't do that. We didn't do the best uh, per se, but we had four. Uh, or we had um. I think and, out of the twenty, we had eight finalists out of twenty. Jesus, how and so, uh, did Penn and Penn State? Did Penn State win or who won? Second, Iowa who won? won, but it was bittersweet. It was bittersweet because Iowa had one or two guys in the final, three guys in the finals, and only uh, Spencer Lee won. Who, by the yeah. way, is a PA legend for those who don't know, and yeah. uh, he won his third national title. And the other two guys lost it in the finals. And Penn State went four for four. So they had four guys in the finals, all four national champs. Jesus, that's unreal. Inclu including two uh, true freshmen. That's unreal. That Pete, I know, yep. Shake, you're sitting there like, ah, whatever. But it is, dude, you should be proud that you're from Cal, you're from a state where it is the best wrestling considered, and like some would consider in the world, you know? And like we're from Eastern PA, where that is the best wrestling in the world, for sure. Yeah, so, do the Western the Western PA people are they suck compared to the Eastern? PA no, no, they're very they're very good. They're not anymore. Western, so when we were in high school, Matt, uh, Lehigh yeah. Valley was the leader. Not anymore. Agreed. Now, now it's the Pittsburgh suburbs, which is District Seven, like the Allegheny and them. That's like where that that's, yes, yeah. that's where like Spencer Lee. That's where Spencer Lee came from. That's where Kemmerer came from. That's where all and these even, big time names. Nolf. That's where all these yeah. kids have been coming from. Is uh, the WPIAL, which is District Seven, aka the suburban county surrounding Pittsburgh. No shit. I know, like, because when we were coming up, Jake Herbert. Great Mungahila. Yeah. 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 Yep. Jake Herbert. Mungahila, baby. Yeah. They used to shake. This is how good Pennsylvania is. Okay. This is how good Pennsylvania is at wrestling. They do this thing. It's called the Dapper Dan Classic. Right. At the Dapper mm -hmm. Dan Classic, they take the best wrestlers from Pennsylvania, the best high school best wrestlers senior. from Pennsylvania, Seniors. the best senior. So, not even, it's the best senior high school wrestlers from Pennsylvania. Not best wrestler, best senior best senior high school wrestler from Pennsylvania and they put him against the national team, right? The, the national number high school. one kid at any weight from the other 49 States. Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. And PA so, still holds the overall team win record. Like we beat them more than they beat us. And it's literally just like a guy who took, I was the alternate my senior year. Cause there's only other one senior in my bracket. Yeah. So he uh, it was um, Scotty Heckman, Scotty Heckman wrestled in it. I was the alternate and Scotty Heckman was a three-time state place winner, never a state champion, had like 103 wins and like 25 losses and went against a kid who was four-time Michigan state champ, like 205 and six. And Scott beat the, beat the pants off him. 
<laughs> Beat the pants off, dude. I'm telling you, shake. It's not a joke. And every and I think everybody, even in like the national wrestling community, knows like this. It's, about it. And like I remember, like Cody Rhodes. He's a he's like a pro wrestler for AEW, and he was like a big yeah. high school wrestler out of Georgia and stuff like that. He even said like when he's like he's like I know I'm not from Pennsylvania, and I know whatever, but Georgia is coming up as far as the state. But everyone really recognizes it. They recognize it so much, shake that there's the Pennsylvania mm-hmm. team against the national team, but then they do a second one where it's the Western Pennsylvania team against all of Ohio. And like, they change the state. So sometimes it's Ohio, sometimes it's Georgia, sometimes it's Illinois, yeah. whatever. But yeah. So yeah, they do that in football, the big 33 game. Yes. Pennsylvania oh. versus Ohio. Yeah. That's Pennsylvania, Ohio. This is, Pen- yeah. this is Pennsylvania versus USA. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. crazy. The other thing, and PA is, to yeah. think of this, so Iowa, Iowa was the national champions this year. Like I just said, right? Team champions, yeah. the Division One NCAA national team champions. There's ten weight classes in college. Five of the starters who all placed for Iowa's starting ten were PA kids. So fifty percent no, of Iowa's shit. team are PA kids, all from the same youth program, the Young Guns, out in uh in Western PA. No wow. shit. So those kids legit been wrestling together forever. So damn, this oh, yeah. young guns thing is a real is legit gimmick. So hold on then. So the guy so, who was the, the guy the guy who ran Young Guns was Cody Strattenmeyer, who mm-hmm. was a uh, a PA wrestler that went to the University of Iowa back in the Dan Gable days. Then he moved back oh, to PA and he started his own little wrestling program that was a youth like uh, advanced youth program. And of course, that advanced youth program when they got older, they said he was a big influence in their life and he was an Iowa guy. So that's how they connect it. That's how the brands now have this pipeline through PA. So, yeah. But, I mean, I know we big up PA and high school wrestling all the time, but it is a big deal. So another thing in college, I love, too, that I think uh, – so Kale Sanderson is a living legend for in wrestling, and he wrestled at Iowa State and, like, was just a killer wrestler, like one of the best college wrestlers of all time, all this stuff. Easily. He, the the he, best. Yeah. No and argument. He, the only undefeated wrestler in over 100 years of wrestling. Yeah. So the best college wrestler agreed. And he let, once he grad, like once he was done and done with the Olympics and everything like that, he went to coaching. He coaches at Penn State, right? Mm-hmm. Did Penn State win last year, Steve? They won the last eight out of the last 10 years. Won eight out of the last 10 national yep. championships. <laughs> yeah. So as soon Jeez. as he came, turn, and like he, he recruits like he, he recruits like whoever because everyone wants to go there because he's a legend. But then he had like great coaches like Troy Letters and stuff. Like he had all these studs come and work with him and everything but yeah penn state so both penn state and i were both in the big 10 i believe the big 10 probably has to be the best conference in wrestling without you know another example they give you allotments right so when you wrestle in your conference tournament you have to qualify through your your uh conference tournament like the pac 10s the eiwals the Mm -hmm. the schools uh usually the champion and the uh and the runner-up get uh a bid to the ncaa's Usually in um in uh for the Big Ten, you could take eighth in the Big Tens and still get an automatic guaranteed spot in the NCAA's because they're they usually take like out of the twelve wrestlers they take like ten of them out of the Big yeah. Ten because all of them are just the Big Ten is so much better than every other conference it's yeah. insane it's and insane. they beat and they beat the crap and like there's even schools like like Rutgers and stuff have a stellar program like they yes. all. And it, it like don't don't get it twisted. But Penn State is selling out the Bryce Jordan Center 
every match they have the spotlight like it is there it is a big deal and even when they even when they have bryce when they have bryce jordan they still they still do it in rec hall because um oh shit because kale loves how that's a you know like a 80 year old facility how it's still the fans are on top of the wrestling in rec hall yeah. where at bryce yeah. jordan you're out way pay, it's a brand new you know what i mean he yeah. loves rec hall which yeah, makes hey, it impossible man. to get it which makes it almost impossible to get a ticket because it only seats like <laughs> seven thousand. Where Bryce Jordan's twenty thousand. Yeah, but it's be- it's almost better. It's kind of like the Blue Horizon was for boxing. Yes, right. I, I agree. Yeah. Exact scenario. Yeah. So okay. So uh, so we're saying so if you like this kind of chat, expect it coming up on this week's release that we're coming out with with the Steve Cabot Part One of the Steve Cabot Duo. I'm not gonna lie. We 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 say this a lot. Our moniker is ice cream. Every flavor of ice cream. And I know that you know with Alex the last four weeks we didn't have a lot of variety, but where the variety of going from like we had before Alex, we had a, uh, you know, someone who, who was like a shop girl and, and then works at like a mortgage company. Then we go to Alex who obviously had a million jobs. And now we're going to someone who owns and manages an auto, 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 an auto garage, blah, an auto garage and runs it with his family and his, his brother and his dad, who I saw your dad yesterday, fucking the best, the best. <laughs> He walked. I was like, "Hey, how are you?" He walked by. He just says, "Eh, eh," and then just walked away. <laughs> I was like, "This guy's the fucking greatest." But yeah, so he's over it. He's over it. Uh, he, he, ever since his stroke, he had a stroke like a couple years back, and ever since that, he's just over like everything. He sees people, they're like, "Steve," and he's like, "Eh, what's up, bud?" And he just keeps yeah. it moving. <laughs> I'm like, "All right." I fucking love it. I thought fu- I thought it was great. But uh, <laughs> so either way, um, nice. So okay, but so we got you coming up this week. Everyone's gonna look. If you like what we're talking about now, and just you know uh, the whole thing, even if you don't, you should listen to it. It's a really great episode. Really shows our versatility. But uh, another thing we like to do on the weekend pop in is throw out a couple what we call a recommendation. So, Steve, since you're our special guest on the weekend pop in, uh, do you have a recommendation for something to do this weekend? A huge part of uh, my life and uh, my my closest friends' lives. Saturday, Saturday is the opening day for trout fishing. Oh, all right. You did. I you did. So send you're legally me... allowed to keep trout. Yeah. You so hold on. Keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You're legally allowed to keep trout. No, no problem. Yeah, you could fish the. I mean, obviously, the local ones would be the Wissahickon. I love the Wissahickon. There's a couple of really good spots up in Flower Town, like right What's by the, the one you sent me the other week? What's the one you sent me? You were at the other week. The Perky Omen. Oh, ah. is that the one with the waterfall? Was that the big? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Uh, that's that's Flat Rock Dam in uh, Roxboro, down on it's uh, Flat Rock Dam and Old Channel 63 and Channel 64 of the uh, Channel Lock of uh, yeah. the Manion Canal. So those things Dude. have been there for like a hundred and. 80 years it's incredible yeah. you can walk out on them and stuff mm. i see walk across the waterfall which is bonkers because it's like a 20 foot drop and it's only there's a big chunk of concrete at the bottom so if you slip uh, and slide over it's not like you're, you're falling done. into deep water you're wailing off a giant rock and then going into the deep water mm. oh, yeah, yeah. matt what was and, that uh what was that place we used to black, black rock that one time yeah, yeah. so black, black rock, rock sweet. black rock black rock and flat rock are there's like eight different dams built up the Schuylkill from uh the old coal mines all the way down to the Delaware and uh 
obviously the first one is uh, the art museum. Then you go further up, it's flat rock. And then you go further up and there's the, but the, the prominent ones that were giant lock stations for the old tugboats to go through were flat rock and black rock. And that's where you see all those weird channel locks on the side. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. I know. Yep. I had no idea. Yeah. What those things were. Yep. Hmm. Oh shit. Look at you. Stu bands. Come with some fucking so, history there. History. Babe. So you can fish and keep three, you can keep the trout thing, buddy. Yeah, so so Steve, you can't shake that. They have can to you... be, I think, larger than a certain size, but okay. What's the all right? Okay. So they have to be okay. They, like you, you're I think not it's like keeping eight inches them. You or nine inches. Yeah, you wouldn't keep a baby anyways, right? Yeah, yeah you. Yeah. And even if it, if even if it's on like the borderline, I'd rather put that thing back in and let it respawn and make more fish than you know. I I want the old mature one that's big as hell and did its <laughs> job and it's ready to be taken out yeah dude agreed i mean that's for sure but dude i'll tell you what i've been fishing forever i know when so my relaxing. old man oh my old man used to take us up to uh naka mixon right yep. like naka mixon yep. great beautiful beautiful Quaker area town. oh Quaker yeah town. gorgeous yep loved it he used to take us up to Naka Mixon. It was awesome. We used to do our thing up there. And like, uh, you know, like there was like this bridge there that we used to, it, it was awesome. But dude, fishing, I haven't been in forever, man. That is a great recommendation. Yeah. Trout season starts this week. Officially Saturday. Nice, dude. So if you're, if you're an amateur, hmm. if you're an amateur, I'd wait a couple of weeks because it's super annoying when you go the opening day. There's a shitload of people shoulder to shoulder. It, it, it eventually wears off after like a couple of weeks but there's a lot of people out this week and you got to know like i'll end up heading up to the poconos because there's less people but oh after really? like after like a month or two i'll start hitting the wissahickon and hitting the perky omen and yeah you know, those type you name those cricks dude i didn't know damn you're fucking you're into it man that's awesome well one what? of my one of my closest friends the kid uh coaches at north penn now and was a great great football player kevin zeblum is uh-huh. zeblum lives to fish I mean, it is everything in his world. Everything. <laughs> he's like the he's like the build dance of human. Like he's the greatest. He, he's so into it; it's insane. Really? So I kind of just coattail off of him whenever he wants to go somewhere. I know he's. I mean, it's the most serious for him. So I know he's like researching and yeah. Oh yeah, dude, that's mm. great. So do you, I know for like okay, so for like ducks and stuff like that, there's like a limit you can hit. Is there a limit for trout too? Yes. Yes. There's okay. five. Oh, per five a day, five, five a, a day, day or person. Five a day oh, per shit. person. Yep. Do you hit your limit? Oh yeah. When we go to the Poconos, yeah, we got a couple spots around here. It's a little tough, but yeah, you'll out, since we know the delay of the land, you'll always grab a, uh, you know, like three at least. Nice. All right, mm. dude. There is not, I mean, t- don't get it twisted. There has been plenty of times old Uncle Maddie went out there with his pole trying to catch something and not a damn, not, the fish yeah. weren't biting. Let me that's, tell you. That's why they call it fishing and not catching. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> happens to me all the time. Oh, man. That's yeah, so you good. just got to stick with it, man. So yeah. It is, though, it is nice seeing the water and being out in nature. What were you saying, Shake? The ultimate go fishing and you know you're not getting anything, at least for me and my family, was Peace Valley. Peace Valley. Oh. I, 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 and I, I think my dad knew it, too. I think yeah. he, he just knew it. He thought, yeah, get these idiot kids to put their, put their poles, you know, cast out a line and sit there for a few hours and let him drink beer while we, yeah. you know, basically stayed in line for the most part. Yeah, same. We used to go night fishing there, too. I'm I, – Swear to God, never caught anything, anything at Peace Valley. The only thing that anyone that I ever knew caught there 
was asshole one time caught a duck with his bare hands and brought the duck back to my mom's house in his Toyota Camry. They named the duck Junior and it duck shit all over his back seat. It was brutal. Oh brutal. my god. We'd take Junior Duck for a walk. Yeah. It kept him in the garage. And then my mom was like, you, you <laughs> dumb assholes. Like, you stupid bastards. You got to take take the goddamn duck back. I don't want this duck here. What oh the duck God. is wrong with you? Yeah. Or or eat it, you know? Eh, I've had duck. You've ever had duck? It's greasy. I'm not a big I fan. have had duck, I think, yeah. Yeah, I don't, not I'm not the biggest fan. Agreed. No, yeah. I'm not in love with it. Not in love it's with a it. Dry, it's, it's, a, it's a dry, shitty chicken to me. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i could i i I'd somewhat agree so nice okay so uh shake uh so that was a great recommendation so yeah opening day of trout season here steve great recommendation uh shake diggity what do you got for recommendation okay my recommendation is on hulu um Ooh. the entire series of king of the hill is on hulu and king of the hill is an incredible show and I hadn't seen it since like the nineties or whenever it was on and I started yeah. watching it again and it is fantastic. It's, oh. it's really, really great. Dude, so, dude, so that is awesome. Wow. Dude, I like it. All right. Yeah. I, so King of the Hill. So they used to do a thing and I think it was Fox, right? Where they were mm-hmm. like animation domination mm-hmm. and was King of the Hill in that? Yeah. It, King it, of the Hill, it, Simpsons. And then yeah. they had some other ones that they were trying. South Park. Yeah, 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 well, South yeah. Park was on Comedy Central, but it was definitely like part of that whole because wasn't it like a Sunday night gimmick, like Family Guy, American yeah. Dad, King of the Hill, Simpsons? Like, dude, they were just running shit with the animation. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. and that's like nice. you know, people love the animation now because they don't have to be on location to do the you know, the voices and stuff. Bill Burr no. has a uh, um, oh, the so- F is for um, family. Yeah, so Netflix. good it's fantastic so good <laughs> for, any, for right. any of our older listeners out there that like actually were alive in the 70s um, they'll love it you know oh, they'll you'll love it, it because and I, I i find it funny but i don't really get the references but like i was talking to my dad about it and he obviously was old enough to remember the 70s and i, and I was saying like oh man i bet you're gonna love it because they had like these bands that were kind of trying to be like led zeppelin but they were like you know like pussies <laughs> they were like, you know, they, they were like little weenie yeah. versions of Led Zeppelin, like I with like it. wizard costumes and shit. And I uh, think that people will find that really funny that we're alive. Oh, in the that's the best. The best. That's great. Nice. All right. Excellent recommendation. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent recommendation. What about you, Matt? Excellent. Uh, old Uncle Maddie. What's old Uncle Maddie got for everyone nah, this week? We're moving on. nobody wants your nobody wants your opinion yeah no one does no one cares let me guess matt you're changing diapers and uh well if you are if if you are going to use diapers i would recommend i'm a huggies man myself i'm just saying uh huggies all the way if you're going diapers go huggies and and i'm sticking hey huggies if you want us to sponsor the show fucking reach out i'll fucking yeah love you huggies no, I'm actually well, going to go with... Let me ask you a question real quick. Sorry. Yeah. I, it'll be really quick, I promise. Steve, do you no. have kids? Nah. Okay. So I, I have for lack I of have, trying, though. Well, and yeah. I have uh, well, none that I, none that I uh, currently know of. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, I do we'll, have... We'll I do have a 135-pound, 40-pound, uh, half rot, half pit that looks like a giant 
enormous Rottweiler. <laughs> oh, wow. So he, he eats more than my brothers, my nieces. I mean, so he's yeah. kind of expensive. He, takes I don't think he doesn't wear diapers, or, though, does he? Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately not. Well, let me yeah. I have a I have a plastic bag on my hand lifting up shit's bigger than mine. I'm like, God damn. Big dog eats big shit. Big dog eats yeah. big shit. Yeah. Well, Matt, let me ask you this question then. Um, when yeah. I worked, I worked at Babies R Us uh mm-hmm. back in the day, and on Black yeah. Friday, they would have kind of like, random job was that. Uh, <laughs> And it was the worst. It was like yeah. the worst, most useless job of all time. He worked there uh, with his wife <laughs> as well. Yeah. Okay. Worked there okay. with my wife. Okay. Um, cool. But on Black Friday, they would have like sales, like crazy sales, and people would come, you know, the whole like thing where people run in the store and hell yeah, grab like a stroller for half off, that kind of thing. Yeah. But what they also had was diaper sales. Oh, and you probably, but the thing out. was, the only diapers they would put on sale were the Babies R Us brand diapers, like not oh, Huggies and not Jesus. all the stuff. People come up to me and say, like, they they would say, like, I'd rather my kid just not have a diaper on than wear one of these because the frustration is. So what's the issue? Is it like they is so if especially uh-oh. depending. OK, so for all of you <laughs> out there gross. listening. Yeah. For all of you out there listening, you're going to about some you're going about to hear some shit. Uh, literally. Yeah, for so, our dads in training, man. This is this is the big difference. Is shake is when you the key is you want like dependability, right? Mm-hmm. It can't leak out. So when they're real young, all their their whole diet's liquid. So their yeah feces then yeah. is all liquid. So mm-hmm. if you have the babies are us gimmick at that age, forget about it. You're ruining yeah. every pair of pants you got. Every oh pair God. of pants you got. Yeah. Okay, so, so, it's, so it's your official recommendation. Yep, I'm going to say Huggies. Yep, Huggies is my recommendation <laughs> for all those people out there looking for a nice type. Yeah, so, don't nice. be so damn cheap, people. Yeah, so, uh, okay, perfect. So well, let's wrap it up here. So this has been uh, another episode of the Working Perspectives Weekend Pop-In. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied as always by my editor and producer, Tom Byers. Our special guest on the Weekend Pop-In today was the one and only Steve Cabot. Uh, Shake Diggity, you got anything you want to say to the peeps before we roll out? Yes. I want you people to use your turn signals on the road, and I want you to stop at stop signs. Yeah, I'm please tired do. of this. I, yeah. I can't take it anymore. We all are. We all are. <laughs> You're right. Awesome. So uh, you can find all our episodes and all our content on uh, every podcast platform at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can find us on Spotify at the Working Perspectives Podcast. You can uh, see us on YouTube at the Working Perspectives Podcast. And you can follow us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast and on the Twitter at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and deal with the approval process from the PAAA, then hit us up at workingperspectives at gmail.com and we will get you on. Other than that, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. We can pop in. Uh, have a great weekend. Stick around for the ad read. Thanks. See ya. Do you have a message or a story inside of you that you've been waiting to tell? Have you always dreamed of writing a book but are intimidated by the complexities of the book publishing world? Perhaps you want to use a book to launch your public speaking or consulting career. If so, 
please reach out to Scott and Bell Publishing, located right here in beautiful Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Scott and Bell Publishing handle all genres and authors with all experience levels. Scott and Bell Publishing gives authors 100% creative freedom and a higher royalty split. They can be found at www.skotbell.com. That's www.s is in Sam, K is in Kite, O is in October, E is in Tom, B is in Boy, E is in Edward, L is in Larry, L is in Larry.com. That's Scott and Bell Publishing, where the authors go.